Hello and welcome to Sunday School. Today we'll be looking at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Sunday School Manual Lesson 5. And the topic for Lesson 5 is Commitment. Commitment. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we give you glory and we give you honor. We thank you for your blessings, your goodness, your love, your kindness, your grace and your favor over our lives, over our families, over everything that you have committed into our hands. Jesus, we return our praise to you in the name of Jesus. Father, even as we go into today's Sunday school, it is our sincere prayer, Lord, that you will give us the grace to be committed to kingdom business and to you, O God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I welcome you again to today's Sunday School. And like I said, we'll be considering the Redeemed Christian Church of God Sunday School Manual Lesson 5. And the topic is Commitment. But before we go into today's topic, let's have a quick view at last week's topic. Last week, we looked at a topic called Hearing from God, Hearing from God, which was very instrumental. So we learned about how God speaks, and we also looked at um, what it takes for us to hear from God. How do we hear from God? Praise the name of the Lord. So last week, we saw that God speaks to people. Um, in the past in various ways through dreams through visions through direct word you know we saw how God spoke to Abraham how God spoke to Moses how God spoke to Joshua and without um, much ado we we also looked at how to hear from God how do I hear from God so we saw that first before you can even hear from God you have to be a genuine born again and you have to grow in maturity to be able to understand the voice of God and then we saw that obedience is a very instrumental part of hearing from God because it enhances our ability as believers to hear more from him praise the name of the Lord so hearing from God is very crucial as, a, as every believer should know how God speaks when he speaks and clearly be able to discern his voice praise the name of the Lord hallelujah so quickly uh, that was last week's topic hearing from God let us quickly go into our topic for today commitment now our memory verse a Bible passage first of all a Bible passage will be taken from the book of Philippians chapter 3 verses 8 to 14 Philippians chapter 3 verses 8 to 14 so I read yes doubtless and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ and be found in him not having my own righteousness which is of the law but that which is through the faith of Christ the righteousness which is of God by faith that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and fellowship of his suffering be made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I have already attained, 
either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, 14 the last verse, I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. That is a Bible passage from Philippians chapter 3, verses 8 to 14. Now, a memory verse, uh, quickly, we will take from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. Please, can you go with me? I want to go. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abiding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Let's take that again together. Can we take that again together? 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, before we look at where we read a Bible passage, uh, before we go back and review it uh, shortly, let us quickly introduce today's topic. So, we are looking at commitment. What does commitment mean? Commitment means to be bound to a cause of an action or to another person or persons. So, there are numerous references in the Bible addressing you know, the Christian in various aspects of life, the Christian's commitment to various aspects of life, which cuts across our families, our neighbors, employers, the church, our health, and in all that we do or say. Because the Bible said in the book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 5, it says, we as servants that we should be obedient to them that our masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling and singleness of heart as unto the Lord in singleness of heart which means dedication commitment praise the name of the Lord and even when it comes to we as Christians together you know it says in the book of Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 that we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is but we should exhort one another and so much so much the more as we see the day approaching. So let us be dedicated, be committed to one another. So the Bible also teaches us that, you know, um, commitment of our lives to God is most important. And that's why we saw in the book of Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 to 38, Jesus Christ said himself that we should love the Lord thy God with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our mind. Commitment to God with the three most important factors of our existence our heart, our soul, and our mind. And in the verse 38, he said, this is the first commandment, first and great commandment. So I would like to also add that convenience, you know, is an enemy of commitment. Convenience is an enemy of commitment. You cannot be committed and still be 
seeking for convenience. Most times, to be committed, you have to, you know, outpass convenience. Because if you're committed to a cause, there are situations and scenarios and, 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 and happenings that might come up that will adjust or shift away your convenience. But that is a test of commitment as well. So I also like to add that commitment is, the, is, is mostly about being responsible to a cause or to a person or to a system. So most people have never been committed to anything in their life now why because they have not learned or they don't know what it means to give in yourself to something whatever you are committed to you master so what you commit to you connect to I'll take that again whatever you commit to you connect to the main ingredient in commitment is reciprocity to me, which means to reciprocate the quality or state of being reciprocal, a mutual dependence, action, or influence. So I say that again with all full confidence that the main ingredient in commitment is reciprocity. Praise the name of the Lord. So what do you give back for what you get? Most people, we are committed to God, but we cannot do for God what we are asking God to do for us. So permit me to also say that the opposite of being committed is being casual. Because if you are in a relationship and you are not committed to that relationship, you are casual in that relationship. Now, the problem is that most casual people are talented people. Yes. And they use their talent to cover up and make it appear as though they are committed. Talent cannot, your talent cannot prove that you are committed to a thing. The fact that you can do something and you can do it and people see that you can do it doesn't mean that you are committed to it. Most non-committed people mostly turn out to be fraudulent to what they claim to be committed to because they will always not meet up to the requirement of what they are committed to. So in the, cause, in the name of trying to appear to be committed, they begin to be fraudulent because they can't meet up to demands, they can't meet up to deadlines, they can't meet up to requirements. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So let's quickly run to Philippians chapter 3, verses 8 to 14. In that place where we read, we saw that the Apostle Paul in that passage considered all his past achievements, that's talking about his spiritual achievement, his academic, his religious achievement, as loss. Why? Because of some reasons. He said, number one, for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus because of what his commitment he saw that his commitment needed some work to do he needed to adjust his commitment to the knowledge of christ jesus he said that he may win christ that he may be focused on christ praise the name of the lord so permit me to also add to this that commitment is is focus being able to be single eyedness or single focused on a cause or something so we also saw in that place that Paul's Apostle Paul's expectations were numerous in that verse, were very, very, you know, specific. He said in order to meet his expectations, he made a commitment. And that commitment is to follow after Christ Jesus in verse 12, where we read. We saw it also in verse 13 also. Praise the name of the Lord. So 
to be committed means to follow after a thing without wavering. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So quickly, let's look at our lesson outlines. Today, we are going to be considering two lesson outlines. Two lesson outlines. The first lesson outline is we're going to be looking at biblical instances of commitment. And the second lesson uh, second lesson outline is, um, is signs and cost of commitment. The signs and the cost of of commitment praise the name of the lord hallelujah so quickly let's look at the first lesson outline which is biblical instances of commitment now there are several instances of commitment in the bible so first let's look at abraham abraham is a perfect example and a figure of commitment how do i know that the bible speaking in the book of genesis chapter 22 verses 2 to 3 says that this man god told him to take his son, his only son that he has spent years waiting for and go and sacrifice. I should take him to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt uh, sacrifice to, to God. And this man woke up. Can you imagine? He didn't he didn't delay. He woke up very early in the morning and saddled his ass and took this boy to the place just to sacrifice to God. Now, that this is a very strong thing because he was committed to God and the instructions of God. That is why he, 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 he was ready to sacrifice his son Isaac. This is a man that just heard the voice of the Lord when God told him that he should get out of, 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 of his, his kindred, get out of his, his family, get out from his father's house and to a place where he knew nothing about. And he was committed to that voice and he walked. And today, what is happening? We are seeing him and we are singing that Abraham's blessing is ours. And we have also seen in the scriptures that he is the father of many nations. Why? Because of commitment. Second example, second biblical instance is David. David's men, I mean to say, I beg your pardon, David's men. In the book of 2 Samuel chapter 23, verses 15 to 17, we saw how those men risked their life to get water for their master. Praise the name of the Lord. They had to go through and go past, you know, and they longed and they said they went and they killed, they slew people just to get water for David. See, when the Lord surrounds you with people, friends who are committed, then you know that you have work to do. Because in commitment, I said that the the the, the most one of the most important thing in, in commitment is reciprocity. That whatever you are you you you, you are committed to you should be able to give equally as you collect praise the name of the lord you should be able to give equally as you receive that's when commitment is sustained so most people are asking god to do for them what they cannot do this man did for david what they know david will be able to do for them in time to come praise god and did david do it or didn't he do it he did it. When you read forward in the book of Second Samuel, chapter 24, 25, you will see how David, this man, David turned this man to generals. So because they risked their life to do this, he rewarded them, giving them offices to change their situations and their life. Praise the name of the Lord. So if you if you know you are committed to God, don't always, I would like to advise this, don't always ask of God what you know you cannot do for God. Next example is Ruth. Ruth stayed with Naomi during her hard times. 
Praise God. Ruth chapter 1, verses 11 to 18. We saw in that place where Ruth, Ruth lost everything and he, and he lost she lost her son and she told the, the daughter-in-laws to go. But there was one that said she will not leave. Praise the name of the Lord. The rest left, but one said she will not leave. That one stayed with her and, the, and she was committed to, to Ruth. He said, wherever you go, I will go. Where you die, I will die. Where you are buried, that is where I'm buried. That is what that is what we call the cruise of commitment. Commitment to a thing is when you have a die-hard attitude towards that particular cause or person. Praise the name of the Lord. When you have a die-hard, the problem with most of us why we are not even making it in our career, why we are not making it in our in our in our offices, is because we don't have this die-hard attitude towards the objectives, towards the goals, the values, the core of of of, of our company where we are working, or of the the school, or of the course we are studying in school. Praise the name of the Lord. Until we have this die-hard attitude towards what we are doing, towards God, then will not be able to exhaust or to be able to exhaust the benefits of commitment. Praise the name of the Lord. Another example in the Bible was Esther. Esther was committed to saving the Jews from destruction. And that's why we saw in the book of Esther chapter 4 verses 15 to 16. She made a statement there. She said she will not drink, she will not eat. She said, if I perish, I perish. She was dedicated. She was committed to the cause of saving the, 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 the Jews from destruction. The Bible said, she said, she told Mordecai, go and gather them. Go and gather all. Let us all fast. Let them fast for me and let them not drink three days and three nights and the maidens likewise and I will go to the king. She was committed to the cause. She joined them in this thing and she went ahead to the she was no she knew that her going before the king could take her life to make a demand that was almost impossible and difficult to, to, to answer to but she was committed to serving them. My question to you is, what have you been what is it that you have been committed to that you put your life on the risk? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Another example is Joshua. Joshua demonstrated unwavering commitment to the worship and service of God. If you notice, most of the people we are mentioning, they are leaders that were specifically, single-handedly, you know, used by God. Why? Because God sees the, the commitment in their spirit in them. God will not use a man that is not committed to a cause. Why? Because a man that stands for nothing will fall for everything. So, Joshua was a man that stood. He was committed, first of all, to you know serving Moses. It was that service and that continual dedication to the cause and to the leadership of Moses that God saw and said, this is the man that will take over and that will lead the people to the promised land. And we saw in that play in Joshua chapter 24, verse 15, that the Lord, that that he still told himself he said if it seemed he was telling the people that if it seems evil to you this day whom you will serve choose it this day which, but for me and my household we will serve the lord we will serve the lord praise the name of the lord that's a dedication that's a commitment to god to the service of god an example is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego Shadrach, Meshach were resolute in their faith even in the face of threat to live their lives. These were the young men that, you know, broke the order of things in Babylon in that time. 
there was a time they, they emerged to be very very special and because of how they were special the king wanted to wanted them to come out you know he wanted them to come out very well very presentable to the people while they were studying to become leaders and he made sure they give them the same food he eats as a king but these men because they were coming they were committed to the things of god and they were committed to the right ways of god they told um the man who was supposed to take care of them not to give them that food but he said that they, they told him that he should try them with just vegetable and and, and water why because they, they knew what they were committed to they were committed to god they were committed not to soil themselves with the the goodness the the enjoyment of babylon and and when you go forward in the book of daniel chapter 3 verses 13 to 18 you see where the king angrily called them and asked if it was true that they refused to respect his gods and they were cast into the lake of fire you know that story very well but what happened because they were committed to god because they were committed to God, they lived their life and God came through for them. Now, the, the, the place I want to bench the, the lessons in their story in their story from is in the part where a vegetable, just a vegetable, just vegetables and water was what they used and they became different. The Bible says that they were looking more fatter and well-fed than, than those people that were eating the meat of the king. I would like to say something that is a bit out of place, but it is very perfect for this story. A golf club for playing golf is just a golf club until it gets to the hand of a committed person. If a golf club, you go to the market and buy a golf club, no matter the amount you buy, it's just a golf club. But in the hands of someone like Tiger Wood, it is not just a golf club. It's a weapon of victory. Now, also, a scrap metal is just a scrap metal for anybody that picks it or buys it from anywhere. But if it gets into the right hand of the right sculptor, it will become something else. I have seen scrap metals bought for 5,000 naira, and when a sculptor touches his hand on them and makes something out of them, it can be sold for a million plus. That is what we're talking about. In the hand of a committed man, and a common thing is a mighty thing. In the hand of Shepherd Meshach, and Abadnego, a common vegetable and water be became a full balanced diet that helped them become outstanding. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Another example was Paul. Paul was ready to spend and be spent for the cause of the gospel. He was ready to be spared. That is commitment. Whatever you are, you, whatever you give yourself to be spent for, is what you are committed to. Most of us, we are committed to social media. I'm not against social media. No way. I I do social media, but what you are committed to, you become a slave to. You become connected to. You become subjected to. Paul was ready to be spent for the cause of for a right cause which is the gospel in the book of second corinthians chapter 2 verse 15 it says and i will gladly spend and be spent for you though the more abundantly i love you the less i be loved and in, in philippians chapter 1 verse 2 he said for me to live is christ and for me to die is gain Praise the name of the Lord. David is another example who was committed to praising God. He was committed to praising God. In the Bible, in the book of Psalms, chapter 57, verse 7, he said, My heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. 
How? In singing and giving praise to you. And in Psalm 108 verse 1, he said, Oh God, my heart is fixed and I will sing and, and give praises to you even with my own glory. I will sing. I will sing. I, he was committed to praising God. And now we know him as a psalmist of praise. He was a man of praise. Now, these things we've mentioned through these biblical instances are for our admonishment or admonition as Christians to listen and begin to ask ourselves question what are we committed to in what way are we committed praise the name of the lord hallelujah now quickly let us go to the second lesson outline signs and cost of commitment signs and cost of commitment now first commitment comes out of love that's one very important ingredient you cannot be committed to what you don't love Commitment comes out of gratitude and passion. You cannot be committed to what you do not appreciate. You cannot be committed to what you don't have passion for. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. It is only what you have passion for, what you have love for, what you appreciate or you have gratitude for that you will be committed to. The reason why most of us are not committed to God is because we do not have love. That love that has moved us into passion for Him. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So there are here are some signs. We're going to be considering some signs of commitment. What are some signs that when we see, we'll know that a person is committed? Praise the name of the Lord. One, it's willingness to obey wholeheartedly. Willingness to obey and to be and to wholeheartedly surrender to the leadership of Christ Jesus. That's how we know. So a willingness to obey. Willingness to obey. Jesus Christ speaking in the book of Matthew chapter 16, verses 24 and 25, he said, Then said him, that's Jesus, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And whosoever, whosoever will save his life will lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. So it is to obey, wholeheartedly surrender, just like we read in that Bible, deny yourself and surrender to the leadership of Christ Jesus. That's how we know. That's one of the signs that we see and we know a person is committed. Secondly, what other signs can we can show that a person is uh, committed? Willingness to give sacrificially without being cajoled, without being talked into. Willingness to give sacrificially to people. Willingness to give sacrificially to the cause of the gospel. Willingness to give sacrificially to the service of the church and many things around you. Praise the name of the Lord. Look at, for example, where we read the book of Genesis chapter 22, verses 23 to... Genesis chapter 22, verse 2 to 3, I beg your pardon. We saw in that place that Abraham had this willingness to sacrifice his only seed. His only seed he had waited for 90-something years to get. He was willing to sacrifice without a second thought, even though it, 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 it wasn't easy for him. But he was willing to sacrifice. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, Next one is willingness. What can we see? Then we know a person is committed. Willingness to endure hardship for the sake of the gospel. Willingness to endure hardship for the sake of the gospel. Let me tell you something. At some point in your life, evangelizing or speaking about the Lord Jesus Christ is not easy. Praise God. It's not really easy. Let's be honest about that. 
it's hard most times but the question is how willing are you to endure how hard it is to speak and be able to tell people about your experience with the lord jesus christ be able to share your story with them or be able to talk to them in line with the scripture or be able to admonish them with the scripture or be able to you know uh, correct them in love through the gospel the Bible speaks in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3, says, Therefore, thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Christ. The life of a soldier is a very rugged one. And can I tell you this? Like I said in the beginning, in the introduction, we said, convenience is an enemy of commitment. See, as a true soldier of the Christ, of Christ, you cannot be convenient in, in your service to him as a soldier. So therefore, you should be willing to endure hardship. That is what shows that you are a committed person or Christian. Praise the name of the Lord. The next point is willingness to go the extra mile or to pay the ultimate price. Willingness to go the extra mile. I have never seen a great man who has not spent his time going the extra mile to achieve greatness. Nobody ever comes into greatness by mistake. Everyone in the platform of greatness came there through extra works and paying extra price and going extra miles to be able to be where they are. You cannot claim that you are committed to God and you're willing to go to the next level with God without going the extra mile. Jesus, God was saying in the book of Psalms, chapter 18, verse 26, he said to them who are pure, I will be pure. To them who are fraud, I will be fraud. I would like to add this. To them who are committed, I will be committed. To them who will go the extra mile, I will go the extra mile for them. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, also, let's look at um, the next points. Willingness to witness for Christ. Willingness to witness for Christ. That's how we know. Whenever we call for evangelism, whenever there's an opportunity to share the word of God, how willing are you to do that without even hesitation? What medium do you have access to? And how have you used them to even just slot in a, a word or a verse or something to speak about Christ? In the Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 16, Paul there was writing, saying, For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of for necessity. is laid upon me, and woe is unto me if I do not preach the gospel. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. So you, you need to, you, you, you must show that willingness to witness for Christ before we know you are committed to the cause. The next point is willingness to spend quality time alone with God. Willingness to spend quality time alone with God. My question to you is, do you spend quality time alone with God? What is your willingness to do that? Even when it is not comfortable, how have you been able to find a way to create a balance to spend that time, not just time, but a quality time with God? We see in the book of Joshua chapter 1, verses 7 to 9, that God was admonishing Joshua in verse 8. He said, that book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you should put it in your mind from your mouth, let it go to your mind. You meditate thereon in your mind, day and night. Then you go ahead and translate it to your lifestyle and observe to do. That is to observe to do according to what is written therein. That is when we will begin to see a vibration, a frequency of prosperity and good success. Praise the name of the Lord. When you spend quality time with God, God releases quality blessings for you. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, the true cost of commitment to Christ is self-denial. 
cross-bearing and continual following him. Praise the name of the Lord. So that's the true cost of commitment. The true cost of commitment to Christ is self-denial, cross-bearing and continually following him. The book of Luke chapter 9 verse 23 says, And he said to them, If any man will come after me, he will what? Let, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Jesus tells us that our commitment to him must supersede our commitment to even our families. In the book of Luke chapter 14, verse 26 to 27, he said, If any man will come to me, he must first of all deny his father, his mother, his brother, his sister. Which means you must put the love of God above these things. Praise the name of the Lord. Those who cannot make that kind of commitment cannot be his disciple. Please be committed to God. Be committed to God. Make it upon yourself. Take it upon yourself to be committed to God. Remember, whatever you are committed to, you are connected. Whatever you are connected to, you will profit from. You cannot profit from him if you are not connected to him. If you cannot connect to him, you, you, you won't have the guts to say you are committed to him. Praise the name of the Lord. So in summary, the numerous instances of commitment in the Bible is a proof that any believer can be committed if they are willing and they are ready to pay the price. There is a price in commitment. There is a price in commitment. You have to pay a price. Commitment is not cheap. Commitment is expensive. And for you to get the... the, the why is it expensive? Because it is valuable and it is costly. People will always look for the valuable commodity in the market. If you want to be valuable in what, wherever you are, in whatever you do, to whoever you are dealing with, you need commitment. Commitment increases your value in life. Praise the name of the Lord. So in conclusion, brethren, as believers, our slogan should be, for me to live is Christ. Our slogan should be, for me to live is Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you. We give you glory and we give you honor. Let your name be exalted in Jesus' name. Thank you for your word this morning. We pray that and we receive the grace to pay the price of commitment to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. My name is Jude Jonathan. Until we come your way again, God bless you. Remain blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.